Hello? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Got you. You introduce yourself to these football fans here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. All right, let's get it started, man. All Wait. right. This is week four of the luxurious Waller League. We're here to recap week three, which has been a lackluster of talent. So let's go ahead and start off with the power power rankings right now. Let's get on in it. So, let me start from the bottom or to the top. Right, let's go from the bottom. Let's, let's, let's let them wait for those top 10 teams. <laughs> okay, so I can tell what we got at the bottom right now. All right, with our 32nd team of the league, it's no surprise. It's the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> uh I was so, stuck between them and the Dolphins, man. They struggled. <laughs> well, I feel like the Panthers have solidified that they want to be the worst team in the league. So, you know, it's only best to give them that title as the worst team in the league. They work hard for it. They do. All that talent and it's wither away. Let it be known that they also traded McCaffrey, which was very stupid. Very. I don't know what they're planning for in the future, but to be the bottom feeders of the South. They're just used to that, you know, that, that spot, you know, in the game <laughs> and in real life. So it only makes sense for this user to be the Panthers. So, you know, how do you have a talent like Cam and DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel and Luke Keekley? Shaq Thompson and Dante Jackson 0 and 4. Like, it's a, it can't be game error, it has to be user error. They love it. it. It don't even matter. I don't know what they're doing with themselves. They just here just to be here for the Constellation prizes. I think they are. <laughs> what we got at 31? Uh, 31 is no surprise. Uh, it's the Presumed to be Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. I do not know what's going on over there. A team like that, they shouldn't be 0-3. They might be 0-4 by the end of this podcast. Hey, I won't be surprised. If they go (laughs) 0-4, that means, hey, the Chiefs will not make the playoffs. And they could be good, but they just hesitate too much on offense. Right. how do you have Patrick Mahomes, who somehow went to Usain Bolt speed training camp and got faster, and they picked up a seven-foot Russian who is arguably one of the best receivers in the game, but they're 0-3? Uh, because I can't even make a reason. I just don't know. I just and just mind the fact that they traded Tyreek Hill, but they got some. In return with a first round pick from the coach and Darius Linder, but still that that offensive weapon to be gone like that, and now you're relying on that one wide receiver. You don't even have to rely on one. You got Kelsey over there too, but when you only trying to throw to that seven foot dog on rushing, you know, what do you expect? That's what 
and just focus on you. You could have been throwing bombs to Kelsey's. Right. But, you know, hopefully he might wake up before it's too late. Um, as I was looking at our 30th best team, you know, it's a surprise because this team actually won their first game today, and that's the Green Bay Packers landing at number 30. A close game that was, too, but they shouldn't have started out 0-3. And I don't even know. They might even make the playoffs this year. And well, I don't think they are. Their division is really tough with the Vikings and Bears. But, you know, he has a reputation of calling himself Kane Booker. So maybe the end of the season he might become Queen Booker because he ain't making the playoffs. <laughs> Definitely if he doesn't make it because – he jinxed himself by saying he was going to go 0-16 and messed around and went 0-3. Luckily, he went, he got that win this time. Right. Uh, that's the 29th best team. Uh, they're inconsistent, but they're, they're steady as the Buffalo Bills. They, uh, one minute they're good, one minute they're a bottom feeder. So you don't know what to predict with these Buffalo Bills. Don't know what to really say. They they won they lost their first game, but not by a lot. You'll expect them to do a little better. Hopefully they become more consistent. They find what they what they need to do to get it running, especially on offense, because offense seems where they're making struggle on that. Right. So, uh it's so early. It's early. It's early though. It's very early. Uh the twenty eighth pick. Uh what can I say? It's the Tennessee Titans. They are 0-3. They can't do anything. They had one close game against the Browns. They lost by four. Then after that, they lost by 61 to the Indianapolis Colts and then 17 to the Jags. So they're struggling. Maybe it's time for a shakeup of the roster, maybe. Maybe a reveal. Maybe Mariota's not as good as we thought he was going to be. I don't know what kind of changes they need to make over there. Maybe the coaching. It's maybe, some, maybe some. a new control. Maybe a new controller. <laughs> maybe a new controller. Maybe it's messed up, or maybe they're being haunted. You know, something that they in a tough south, south division. Like, Absolutely. I could. They got to make something work. Uh, as Fallen as our twenty seventh best team. I got the New York Giants. They're they're one and two. Their last game they played against the Tampa Buccaneers. They lost by twelve, but it was somewhat competitive. They couldn't stop the run to arguably save their lives. And um they let a running back named Josh Adams, who has emerged as a premier top line running back in the league, who rushed for three hundred and one yards and five touchdowns. So clearly they didn't learn how to stop the run. Because Tampa Bay has been going through the past two weeks with Josh Adams on their back, and you know, once they stop the, once they learn how to stop the run, because they have been struggling in three of their previous games, they'll probably be a, a very decent team because they have been stopping the pass or at least limiting them. But right, as, right. As far as the run, they've been doing terrible. But once they get that clicking together, and because the offense is not that bad, but the defense, they just have to work on it just a little bit. And right. You might see them move up. Well, they, they, we'll see what happens in their next game this week. And then uh, 
to mark as our 26th best team. It's a head-scratcher. It's the Detroit Lions. They uh, had a forced loss on the first week, and then they came out and beat those hasty Chargers and then to come out and lose to one of the worst teams of the league, the Philadelphia Eagles, last week. So, do I want to say it's inconsistent? I don't know what... They play. They played the Chiefs this week, and they could really shut the door on the Chiefs' playoff or divisional hopes if they win this week. But if they lose, they fall to a one and three towards the season, entering their bye week. And they're already in a really close north, where you know you got to beat out the Bears and the Vikings, and right? Let the Packers get their first win. Don't let them come up over you. So. Exactly. This really is important. This is a important game. So if they beat the Chiefs, they're doing fine. If they don't, I don't know. Their future is them. Right. To our, we'll find into our top 25 teams. Our 25th best team is the Cleveland Browns. There's so much you can say about this team. With the, On paper, they should win it all. They have arguably the most talent top players in a lot of positions, but they're they're one and two. They won their first game against the Titans by four and then got blown out by the Jets. And then they lost their second home open second game to the Rams by seven. So and they play the Ravens this this week. And the Ravens are scorching hot with that potent offense. I don't know if these Browns can contain Lamar Jackson and company, but the Browns need to wake up and start winning games or they might find themselves not in the playoffs. The Browns are flat out disappointing right now. You know, I'm in the top 10 by now, but wow, they got everybody. You know, that was the talk of season, and now look at them. That blow against the Jets really did lower my expectations. Same as well. <laughs> Same. Like how do you how can you be the Cleveland Browns with that team and ass? Like how how can that happen? You let yourself lose two games. And remember the Jets, I don't think they got any upgrades. And for them to come into your house and beat you. Like a stepchild, there's a problem in the in the Browns organization. The Jets did get Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Mosey on the other side, but however, shouldn't have been enough to just hold Browns three, three. Right, he have OBJ and and Landry as nine nine speed receivers. Baker's a ninety six speed. You got nine nine speed Miles Garrett. 395 speed or higher linebackers and Denzel Ward and all speed. How are you losing? I don't know. It's it's really a head scratcher for it's, me. It's 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 sad for the Cleveland Browns fan base, but they should be used to it by now. So, um, <laughs> yeah. rounding to the top 24, it's the Denver Broncos. Uh, they had a they had a forced loss against the Raiders week one, and then they lost to the Bears week two by 35. And then they snuck out a 24-19 win against those lonely Green Bay Packers. So the Broncos, all I can say is, you know, if 
they're playing a lesser ranked team, they have a chance. It's it's just that they don't have an offense. Their defense was picking up against the Packers. Right. We, we need to see that offense really shine. Right. You know? But we'll, right we'll see now, what happens to them. I'll just say it's a building year for the Broncos. I don't expect too much for them also. Right. To hit our number 23 is those pesky San Diego Chargers. They start off the season 0-2, but they we, they came back and bounced back with a 42-24 win over the Texans. So, And then they played the Dolphins this week, so it could be a turning point for the Colts. I mean, for the Chargers, excuse me, and start waking up and start claiming that division of the AFC West. They should because that West is kind of looking like a mess right now. Well, the AFC West is uh, soft. You know, you got <laughs> the uh, struggling Broncos. You have the winless Chiefs, who said he's going to win the whole thing this year. Then you have the Raiders, who was looking pretty – um, promising until they got blown out by 50 or 45 towards the Minnesota Vikings. And then now you have the Chargers who are in a good spot because, you know, they played the Dolphins this week and then they played the Broncos next week. So they could easily be 3-2 and two entering week 6. So we're going to see what happens with the Chargers. Now, if they don't win that game, oh, they will be the laughing stock of the NFL. Right oh, now. they! I will be here next week for that podcast. <laughs> to hit number twenty-two is those Miami Dolphins. They lost their first two games by the to the Ravens and the Patriots, but they won a head scratcher against the Cowboys by three. So, are these Dolphins? For real, or they did, or they just had a lucky fluke win against these Cowboys in Dallas. I want to say it's a fluke. Okay, but we won't really know until they play the Chargers. Hopefully, right. it's sometimes tonight. So if they win that game, then they might have made a turnaround. Right. Hopefully. Uh number twenty-one. All we can do is laugh at this one. It's the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, aka Samurai. Sam or Samurai Ninja, Afro Ninja user, Jot Boy. You know, <laughs> he lost his first two games combined of six points. You know, second was a forced loss to him. I think he was ducking the Falcon user. I want, I understand why this Falcon's really good. But then he won his game on week three against 51 to 23 against the Lions. And then he lost the Packers. So, uh, all I can say is wow, and and the Eagles are definitely not making the playoffs. That's just my guaranteed right now. Of course, this may be the last the last win was week three for them as they play the Jets, Vikings, and then the Cowboys. Oh, let's all pray real quick for these Eagles, real quick. Let's just all pray that he find a way to get a win in the next three weeks because <laughs> it is tough. It's sad for him, but you know he can't talk. He can't talk a big game, and then when he when he played the big boys, you lose, and then when he played the trash guys, you still lose. So you can't really say shit no more. Nothing else. And I, don't, I want silence. It's me too. To finally get into our top twenty, it's the up and down Houston Texans. 
They lost their first game to the Saints. Then they won their second game against the Jags. And then they lost their second, third, third game to the Chargers. And they won their last game today against the winless Panthers. So the Panthers could have won that game. They lost by three. I feel like the Panthers are losing on purpose because they wanted to get Cameron out of town. But we will see what happens with that team later in the season. But the Texans are up and down. They don't know what they're doing. Um, Do they they play the Falcons next. Exactly. Their next four games is going to break or make the Texans. They play the Falcons at Chiefs, at Colts, and the Raiders. So we're going to find out what happens with these Texans. They'll probably be eight and eight with this type of pattern. I see them six and ten. Six and ten? Yeah. You know. uh, to hit our number nineteen team is the Cincinnati Bengals. They lost their first two games to the Seahawks and the Niners, and they got a force win against the Bills. So to be honest, they haven't won a game yet in this league. Really? So Hopefully, they might beat the Steelers, but I see the Steelers, you know, pulling away against the Bengals. So, they're going to fall to one and three, and they're going to regroup next week for the Cardinals on week five. Well, granted, the Seahawks and 49ers were very good teams. Correct. I didn't expect the Bengals to come out of the Steelers. Another good team. So, a divisional so. I really hope for them to win. The Cardinals, they can bounce back. Ravens, then Jaguars, then Rams. Jesus, they schedule is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. Exactly. Yeah. But to hit our 18th pick, best team right now for the 18th is the Seattle Seahawks. They won the first two games. They won a squeaker on week two against Steelers 25-24. And then they lost a tight game against those Saints 35-28. They showed some weakness against the Saints, even though Willie Beeman had a perfect passing rating. They had a good running game to help out just enough to make it close, but their team was not strong enough to get that elusive win at home. They just had a hard time containing the Saints' offense. If they just put a little bit more effort on defense, it would have been the other way around. We would have been talking about another 3 and another team. Exactly. So they got the Cardinals. They'll bounce back. Rams, Browns, Ravens, Falcons. You know, this is hope they return back to full strength later. I hope so, too. And as 17th best team, this team could arguably be the best team in the league. They're three and one. They lost a twenty to twenty-one defeat to the Redskins, and these are the Chicago Bears. They've been consistently winning with their defense. They won today 37-24 over the Vikings. They had a good passing with Matthew Stafford. He had 280 yards, two touchdowns. And they had a a running back named Mike Davis, surprising guy, and Raheem Masra, who ran for Combined 206 yards with two total TDs. So it looks like this new and advanced Bears offense is working, even though they lost a squeaker against the Redskins by one point. Easily could have been 4 0, but you know, such is fate. But I rebound against the Raiders, then 
They got a bye week at six. I expect them to make it. They're gonna they're gonna win the NFC North. Mark my words. I agree with you more with that. I I don't see them. I don't see no one else competing for that division. Uh, to hit number sixteen, it's the Oakland Raiders. Uh, they had a force win on week one, and then they had a impressive outing against Kansas City Chiefs. They won that by twenty of a forty-eight twenty-eight score, and then somehow they decided to go to Minnesota and not show up and lose sixty-six to seventeen. Um, get blown out to what sixty-six right. to seventeen, and I just don't—I don't understand it. Maybe they just decided that we had enough wins for the whole season, so they only want two. Maybe <laughs> they might pick up because the next four games is the Colts, Bears, Packers, Texans. So it's favorable for the last two games, but the next two games are going to be difficult for them. We give them so, they're, yeah. They're still rebuilding, man. They're, they're rebuilding, and hopefully they can rebuild enough to win the division or be somewhat contending for it. Oh no, that's out the question this year. They have, okay. they have to wait next year around though. All right. Even that's... though the Chargers looking bummy, the Chargers mm-hmm. might take it. Right. I see that. I can I can see the Chargers winning that too, actually. Uh that's our fifteenth best team. This team could be good and then terrible at the same time. And that is the Arizona Cardinals. They had a force win against the Lions. And then they lost their next game by 37 to the Ravens. Uh, I heard that Kyler Murray was hurt in the first half, so that's why the game was changed. But at the same time, it's always next man up. But clearly, the defense said, I don't want to play no more. So they lost that game by 37. And then expected, they beat the Panthers by 50-29. So they're 2-1. and one. They play a divisional foe of the Seahawks this week. They could really cement themselves as a leading contender of that division if they win. But we'll see what happens when that game is unfold this week. They could. I'm looking forward for them to win. But, again, this is a tough game. Exactly. It's a very tough game. And then that's the 14 best team right now. We have the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they lost their first game against the Falcons, 17. I mean, 6-7. to seven. It was a defensive game. And then they – Pulled up two straight wins against the Packers and the Raiders, and then they lost today, 24-37. So, the Packers, to me, are a 9-7 and seven team. They're, they, they're knocking on the door on the wild card, but I feel like their defense is going to let them down. It's, it's so hard. Defense is also win game, and the exactly. NFC is so tough. You really need a defense. You do. Can't rely on that offense alone. Exactly. And then now you have the 13, unlucky 13, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. First week, they impressed a lot of people, including myself, with beating the Kansas City Chiefs 35-32. And then they lose to a head-scratching Houston Texans 38-42. And then they bounce back against the Titans team 31-14. So, I don't know if this Jackson Jacksonville Jaguar is is legit. I feel like they're just getting by and beating teams that they should beat, and then lose team that they should not beat. I mean, should lose to. So um, the Jaguars are up and down in my book, and I feel like they could be a nice nine and seven or squeak out ten wins, maybe. 
I agree. Ten, ten and six. They already won and won in the division. They can bounce back with the Broncos and most of the Panthers, but Saints is kind of a iffy. But uh, I don't see that many games in the future once they get clicking. Right. If they can get the ball rolling, they'd be good. Right. They got Dobbs playing that quarterback now instead of Foles. They right. all that money and they playing Dobbs now. Yes, that was a shocking move, but it's somewhat working, somewhat not. So we'll see what happens with the week four game against the Broncos. Moving on to the 12th best team is the uh, New York Jets. Uh, they could have been higher if they would have won their game against those New England Patriots last week, but they lost by three, and they're showing that they're serious. Even though they lost to the Patriots, they have a favorable matchup on week five against those Trash as Eagles, so I can see them going three and one against the Eagles, and uh, we'll see what happens on Week Five with these Jets. What do you think about these Jets? The Jets surprised me. They've been really good. You know, lost by three to the Patriots, and that's really something to me. And they schedule is not even that. Bad. On a scale of one to ten, I give it a four. Okay. I think they'll easily probably be eleven and five, to be honest. You know, don't quote Okay, me. I, I see that. I can see that. I see I can see eleven five or ten and six and knocking on that AFC wild card. All right. Uh to hit our knock on the door for the top ten team is the number eleven best team is the Washington Redskins. Uh they're two and one. They beat the Bears by one last week. But they lost to the Cowboys 19 to 22. If you look at their games, if they hit 20 points, they're going to win the game. They won the first game 22 19, and they lost 19 to 22. So if their offense can click, I feel like they can win their games. They have a tough opponent against the New York Giants in New York this week. So we can see if these Redskins are trying to go for NFC East dominance. But notice how they're all close games. Exactly. They just need the edge on offense because their defense is playing phenomenal. But they are. The offense but, is the reason why they're really losing the Cowboys. They could. That is really true. We're finally hitting our top 10 teams. And our number 10 best team is those LA Rams. The 2 and 1. They barely won against the worst team of the league, the Panthers, 27-26 week one. Then they lose to their first home opener of the season against the Saints, lost by 17 of a score, 41-24. And then, of course, they expected to beat the Cleveland Browns, but they only won by seven. So is this Rams team truly dominant to make a top-10 team, or is their name just giving them enough points to be a top-10 team? I think it's just the name. It's the hype. It's because of last season. They what they they lost the Super Bowl, but you know, we just felt like you were supposed to put them at the top ten, but they're not playing the top ten team. They were supposed to struggle as much as they did against the Panthers. And then right. the same they let that game get away from them. And the Browns, with how the Browns are playing right now, you'll think the Rams would have beat them by double digits. Right. But it didn't happen that way, so and then and they, this week they, they play the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers <laughs> are hot right now. And uh, Josh Adams don't care who you have; they don't matter if you got Aaron Donald, 
they don't really care. They are on the opposite opposite side of Aaron Donald or right through him. It don't matter. Their next four games is the Buccaneers at Seattle, home against the Niners, and at Atlanta. In my opinion, I can see these Rams go one and three the next four games. And I definitely see that. If they don't stop Josh Adams, the game's over. And if they try to, they got their superstar quarterback, Josh Allen, who's ready to finally have a breakout game. And he says, why not against the slow secondary of the L.A. Rams? So I see the Buccaneers winning this game by at least 20. And it might be a rebuilding stage for the Rams. Got to make that investment. Rams got to do something against that three-fours. Right. And plus, this this game against the Buck is a four-clock showing, so it's definitely going to be a doubleheader after the first game on Fox. So make sure you just tune in the Rams against the Buccaneers. Right. Moving on to the ninth best team of the league. We got the, seven, the San Francisco 49ers. The two and one, they won their first two games very close. They won a close game against the Buccaneers, who I feel at the same time, the Buccaneers was was still trying to find what their identity was. And Josh Adams was finally picking up pace at the end of that game. And they barely lost that game to Buccaneers, but the the Niners won closely and then they beat a Bengals team that they should have lost to. AJ Green caught the ball at the two yard line to end the game. So they could easily be 0-3, but they're on a bye week, and hopefully they can beat the Browns, the Rams, and the Redskins in the next three games. So these Niners could easily fall out the top 10, easily. It depends on them, really. Exactly. All of them been really close games, so they have to figure out a way to just keep pulling away because you can't keep having these nail biters. It's not right. going to work as our eight team, uh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the first game, they beat the Patriots in New England. That was an impressive win. And then they lost by one point to the Seattle Seahawks. And then they beat the Niners. So easily, they could be 3-0. and Easily. You know, and at the same time, both games, all three games could have gone either way. And they Steelers could be 0-3 or they could be 3-0. But they're 2-1. Going against the Bengals. So they're looking good. Their next four games is somewhat tough. They got the Bengals and Ravens, Chargers, Bywick, and then Dolphins. So they could easily go two and two or somehow be three and one. So we're going to see what happens with these Pittsburgh Steelers in this following week. And then now we are following with the lucky seven. You got those Tampa Buccaneers. Uh, what can I say about them? Uh, they had a first disappointing start of the first game. They should have won that game. They know they should have won that game. But they rebounded with two high-scoring wins, with a 41-10 win against those Carolina Panthers. And then they beat the Giants 42-30. So they've been relying on that star running back, Josh Adams, out of Notre Dame. They play against a fierce D-line against the L.A. Rams. Can they run through that team? And uh, if they can, they're going to be a nice 3-1 and one going against the Week 5 matchup. First big game of the season against those New Orleans Saints. So I see them winning 
against the Rams, like I said, by 20 or more. But if it's, if it's a close game, Josh Allen's going to have to rely on his on his Ken arm to win the day. And the running game for the Buccaneers has been their bread and butter. They've been too one-dimensional. It's the Giants that threw interceptions. Mike Evans couldn't get open for nothing. Good, good one. So now you first if they want to continue of being a winning team against the Rams. Right. Can't rely on the running game all the time. Okay. I we'll see what happens later this evening when the Bucks play their game against the Rams, and then we have as our sixth best team tracking on the top five, but at number six is the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they lost their last week against the Dolphins. All I can say is he lost to the Dolphins. When the Dolphins got no upgrades, their best player is an 83 overall. And you lost. Hey. And I repeat, Cowboys, you lost to the Dolphins. You could have been 32 if you had to be, if I had to pick. But you're a 2-1. You did beat the Giants, and you barely beat the Redskins. But you lost the Dolphins. Like, How? And then now you play the Saints. So we all know as a real Cowboy fan, you're going to lose this game too. So uh, if the Cowboys listen to listen to anything or they watch any game of the Saints, they need to just play it deep as they know this Saints. So if you want to if, you exactly. better rely on your safeties. And you better – if you don't get to Willie Beeman – we're going to have a field day on you guys. So, okay. hopefully, these Cowboys wake up. But if not, they're the same Dallas Cowboys from old. And they knocked right out the top ten with that. Yep. Finally, knocking that top five team or the five best team of Wallace Madden League is the New England Patriots. They're 2 and one even though they lost their opener against the Steelers. They bounced back against the Dolphins and the Jets. They played the Bills this week. And their the next five games are very very favorable for them. They play the Bills, Redskins, Giants, Jets, and Browns. So I can easily see the Patriots being seven and one. They already beat the Jets, so I feel like they can beat them again. So I see these Patriots going seven and one going into the week nine. Ooh, you might be right. Or they can be six and two. The Jets, that was a very close game. So Jets might have figured it out on the second right. game and they might get them. The Browns mm-hmm. might pick up, but I'm not counting on that. Me neither. So, he could say six and two. We can stay right there. The Patriots are very good. Are they poor to take the number one seed? Maybe. That's our number four best team of the league. We have those Indianapolis Colts. Uh, first two games they won. They had a close game against those L.A. Chargers. And then they had a 61-0 win against the Titans. And then they had a 23-13 lead entering the fourth quarter. And their star quarterback fumbled three straight times to give four turnovers, four twenty-two points against the Falcons, who won that game. It was the Colts' first home opener, and they lost. But we're going to see if that team can rebound against the L.A. or the Vegas Raiders. So, uh, if, it they, if, if it wasn't for the mistakes that they made on offense, 
they would have easily been three and zero. But you know, as it stands, they're two and one. They got a chance to pick it up again, then come back and go to the Chiefs. So they got they got a good chance, and I only see them losing two more games before then, before okay. the playoffs. So. Yeah, we're going to see what happens. Uh, I think the the Raiders and the Colts play tonight. They have a primetime game at 8 p.m. West Coast time. So we're going to see what happens with that game uh, tonight. So entering and finally cracking top three teams of the league, we got the Saints. Uh, what can I say about the Saints? Uh, the quarterback is poised for a postseason run. They're 3-0. They had a close win against those Seahawks. The other two games, they had nice, easily dominant wins. To this week, they play the Cowboys. And if they win this game, they're looking primed to look good for week five. But if I'm looking at their next five games, it could go either way. They play Cowboys, Bucks, at Jacksonville, at Bears, and then they play the Cardinals. So I could see them easily being six and three, or pretty much five and three. I mean, uh, five and four. So, if you have to say that they're undefeated, I see them losing the next couple of weeks. I can definitely see that, especially with the long, it'll come back by six, but still, that's crucial. That is true. As our number two best team, uh, that's the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, what can I say? High-powered offense. Uh, explosive. Lamar Jackson is showing why he was a Heisman winner in college. Uh, he's showing why he could be the next Michael Vick 2.0. But he's still got a lot of football left. Uh, his next three games are favorable for the Ravens to go 6-0 until they play the Seahawks. They play the Steelers who are not no slouch, but I feel like this Ravens offense is too much to contain all game. These are three divisional games also, but Lamar is to be the MVP, but they want to keep you have to pick up Never mind the score. Their defense has not been making enough stops. Luckily, the offense they've been playing against are not good enough to see that. Exactly. We're going to see about that one as we move on. Absolutely. And, And as our final team, best team of the league, is the Atlanta Falcons. 3 0. Granted, the first two games, they couldn't have scored nothing on offense. They barely scored anything. And then, at the same time, against the Colts, they somewhat woke up. Even though Matt Ryan threw two touches and two picks, it was their defense who set them up for points on all three games. Their defense is their bread and butter right now, even though they haven't made their team better yet, but those Falcons are really showing why they're one of the best teams of the league. Defenses wins the game. Oh, I, I, that's going to be the reason why they're going to be in the playoffs for the defense because the Dolphins are not going to be the offense. It's not. Unless they have to pick it up because Matty Ice sounded like Manny, Manny 
Uh, yeah. He's not looking good. And then I could easily <laughs> say that the best, the best conference in the league is the NFC South, but you have those terrible Panthers. So it's like who has the best division right now in the league? And all I can really say is the NFC South because NFC West, they got some good teams, but there's two undefeated teams in NFC South, and they got a two-and-one Buccaneers right there waiting to pounce. So it's like I can see this NFC South bringing in three teams in the playoffs. That would be crazy. I do see it. I don't know other team that can topple if they go with this. They plan and they get better. Yeah. Wait, they wouldn't. That is really true. Uh, as our that was our conclusion of the the power rankings of the league. And there is there anything else you want to talk about? I'm looking at our the stats around the league, and you know I'm looking at who is the best passer right now, and all and we can both agree on it right now. You know it's Lamar Jackson. He has 16 touchdowns and one pick, so he's clearly showing why he wants to win MVP. Oh yeah, and just keep it up. He's definitely random as Carson wins. Oh, that is true. It's not even that close. Seven TDs and eight interceptions. So right. That's huge. And then I look. I look at the running back. Running back in the league, and look at this man named Josh Adams. He was a nobody last year in the first year of the NFL career, and he has 626 yards. He's averaging almost 11 yards per carry. He's averaging almost 209 yards a game. So clearly, he doesn't care about your run defense. He and the best part of his stats is that he has no fumbles, none. If you look at all the top, all the top players, Zeke has two fumbles. Gurley got one. Jordan Howard got two. All the big names got fumbles. Kamar got three fumbles. So clearly he can't hold nothing. So uh, he has baby hands. So if he can hit one time, we know that ball coming out. So and then we're looking, then we're looking at the receiving core. And like we should all know, it's Marquise Hollywood Brown who leading the league with reception yards and most TD catches right now. So they're looking good. Right behind him is Brandon Cooks. So we're going to see what happens. We got T.Y. Hilton third with the yardage, but only 50 receptions. So we're going to see what happens with that receiving leaderboard throughout the season for defense. Leading the league in tackles is Nigel Bradham from the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, right behind him is Bobby Wagner and Darnell Savage. Uh, to lead the league right now in sacks uh, in the league is J.J. Wilcox and E.J. Speed. I understand, guys. Who already? The, we want to know who in the Eagles. fuck. We want to know who <laughs> in the fuck is J.J. Wilcox and E.J. Speed. Remember, fellas. This team gave away Darius Leonard, who had eight. I mean, who had five sacks first game. And when I'm looking at the Chiefs, he still has five sacks already. So he clearly 
not utilizing learning to his potential. And if you look at these Colts, they have two guys over 10 sacks, and we only play three games. So clearly they could break the record easily. Uh, as the most picks of the league, we got Marcus May from the Jets, and then we got a two-way tie with Miles Jack and Justin Reed. So a lot of defense, looking pretty good. Uh, our best kicker right now is Dustin Hopkins from the Washington Redskins, who pretty much needed that extra point to beat the Cowboys, or the Bears, I mean. And then anybody from special teams right now who kicked one back, we've got the all-purpose guy, Marquise Brown from the Ravens. You got two kickoff return touchdowns. Two. Hollywood does everything. He had back-to-back kickoff return touchdowns last week against the Chiefs. So he's showing why he's a elusive threat. And to look around the league, as we always say, the number one office in the league right now is the Baltimore Ravens. Second behind him is the Eagles. And then surprisingly, I'm kind of shocked right now, the fourth best offense is the Panthers. How in the fuck what? are you for it? Hold on. <laughs> Redo this. The Panthers are fourth? Fourth best oh, offense. Oh, oh, I'm just trying to figure out how you got your fourth, but you're only four. You so, know what? Maybe it's because the four games they already played, while the rest of the league only played three games right now. We might not be saying that afterwards. Yeah, I hope not. I'll be sure. And that's, <laughs> our, that's our defense. Like, what can I say? We got the Jets, number one. The Colts, number two. Falcons, three. Niners, four. And the Jags finish up as our top five defense. If you look at the Jets, they gave up the least time with the Falcons with 40 points they gave up. Um, they have 10 sacks, three fumbles, and 10 interceptions. If you look at the Colts, they have 37 sacks already between three games already. 37 um, sacks in three games. Yeah. Got to watch out. Uh, the Vikings got 21 behind them. But right now, the Colts are really trying to headhunt any quarterback, no matter who it is. Uh, Look at this. Only 132 rushing yards allowed. Allowed. Oh, my God, man. This is not – this is real. 132 <laughs> rushing yards allowed. Oh. Hey, man. They – I feel like what happened was – I think they signed um, Ted Yotes to be the defensive coordinator from that move. Remember the Titans. Their head coach is Herman Boone. <laughs> Their defensive coach is Ted Yost, and that's why the star quarterback is Ronnie Bass. So they bring in that hard smash mount football to the coach area that they're not used to. You know, they their defense is for real, you know, but they're going to see what happens against their week four foe. They got the team with the most picks is the Jaguars. They got 16 picks in three games. The Texans are right behind them with 11, and the Bears and Vikings both got 11. So they're looking pretty good. Um, the best team right now with conversions on third downs is the Ravens. They're at 70%. Uh, the close, the Buccaneers, Steelers, and nine and two guys are right behind them with the Cowboys. Red zone efficiency, we got the Steelers, Niners, and Redskins, and Red, both 100%. So they're whether in the 20 yards or less, they're going to get their points. Uh, penalties, the best team without no penalties right now is the Skins and the Chargers. And the turnover ratio right now is the Ravens with 12 
12 turnovers right now. They gave up two. So they have a 12 to 2 ratio right now. So looking pretty good. So it's just on offense. Still, they pick up on defense. Exactly. So, uh, any, do you see any upsets this weekend or this week on week four? Let's see. Out of all the games that I'm looking for an upset, I'm looking for the offense to upset the Chargers. Okay. I feel like they might pull it. I'm telling you, there's poise for a a breakout game. I'm telling you. Okay. My upset is the Browns over the Ravens. Could be. I see the Browns still failing to make any appearance on either side of the ball. Well, maybe they bought a new controller today, and that's how they might win a game. So spend money on training camp. Or an ebook. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my that's my upset. Uh, I I still see the Lions beating the Chiefs because the Chiefs right now they're they're in the room with the door closed, sad right now, and uh, the Chiefs said that they're going to win the whole thing this year, and this is not a team that's going to win the whole thing if they're on three, maybe on four. You know, if they don't win this game, I'm writing them off. They're they're done in my book. Um, they need to rebuild and maybe with those two first round picks, get some skill or a new controller. So uh, hopefully they win this week. Uh, if they don't and they're on four, then they play a tough coach team who don't give up nothing. So we're going to see what happens this week. Yeah, that, if they lose, done. We won't talk about them the whole entire duration of the season because we already have that 32. No matter what. No matter what. <laughs> I don't care if the Panthers are 0-16 and the, and the Chiefs are like 7-9. The Chiefs are still the last best team in the league. Seriously. Yeah, Man. I... That was my that's my uh conclusion of the week four. Um I can't wait to see this game played this week. And uh is there anything else you wanna say uh to our fans and our viewers before we uh head out? Only that that we appreciate you all. We hope we'll see you back again next week on the conclusion of Madden Talk. All right.